and welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. That is Village Girl by B1. It is uh, 8.06 uh, here in the prairies. Should be 10.06 in New York, Washington, and somewhere like 4 p.m. in Zambia, uh, wherever you are. Uh, this is uh, Zambia Block Talk Radio. Nice and sunny here in the prairies, uh, but a little bit chilly. I hope uh, wherever you are, the, the temperatures are cooperating with you. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure to say whether it's good, good, good sign or bad sign of things to come. Uh, the sign has started uh, here. We don't take care that long when it comes uh, uh, to our cold weather. Miss Lucas, it was uh, wonderful. Uh, listen, and I was waiting for you to just forget that I was uh, the one who called you, and you didn't forget. You didn't disappoint me. Yeah, you yeah. didn't disappoint me at all. Um, yeah. uh, you also said you, you were wondering whether uh, Dr. Monsanto and I were coordinating. Unfortunately, no. Uh, but I, I'm not sure who is the right man, uh, the right hand for who. Uh, whether Dr. <laughs> Musante is my right-hand man or I'm his right-hand boy. But sometimes we coordinate things like that. Yeah. I'm glad and you it said that. But it's just one of those things that stood out to me. You called one day and he called the next day. And it seemed like every time I hung up the phone, the other would call. Both of you were on me. I said, are they still planning you're trying to convince me, and you say, no, we need you, and he's saying the same thing. It's like you are reading the same script. Interesting. That's why I, 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 I told walk you. in the spirit. Wakasonso, Washington, D.C. We are very fine here. The weather is beautiful, and the district is happening, and it's quiet and calm. Trust me, despite what you're hearing, the news is fine. <laughs> yeah, that district is, I'm sure. Big Kev, talk to me, my brother. Roger, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, how's the ZBTR family doing this beautiful August 17th? ZBTR family, you, you can hear all the voices are, are nice and, uh, and and awake. Yeah, awesome. we are happy uh, to be to be here. Uh, sometimes I just wonder how sometimes we, we're just, you know, every Saturday people, we are here, uh, no matter what, no matter what, you know. Uh, my wife tells me sometimes, you know, she could be sleeping. Oh, you make noise. Uh, uh, sometimes we need to sleep. And yet in the morning, she's the one who wakes me up. Hey, it's radio time. So I can't, I can't see uh, reconcile <laughs> the ladies. <laughs> the ladies are well, doing things. I, I, I really can't. I sometimes. Dr. Sanjay, good morning. Hey, Doc, talk Hello. to me. Good, good, good morning, Roger. Sorry I was on mute. Okay, <laughs> okay. No. I hope you are doing well um, uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. So far, we are doing uh, very well. I have visitors from Zambia, so they brought a lot of Unsomba. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm coming there right now. 
<laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't have Nathan Bayama. I, I we hope he is well. Bayama, uh, I tried to call him. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he, yeah, he, he should be well. We spoke in the week, and I was yeah. checking on him. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great, great. Brother Noel in uh, New York City. Uh, how are you, my brother? I am very, very well, Roger, and everybody else. New York is fine. It's, uh, the weather is good. Looks like it might rain a little later, but right now, everything is good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Uh, the only part of New York I visited, you know that around, uh, is it, what do they call it? Square what? What do you call it? Times Time Square. Times Square. Times Square. Time Square. So each time I'm talking to you, that's where I place you. Are you anywhere close to that place? No, <laughs> I'm a, I'm about an hour away. I try oh, to my stay away. I, I try to stay away from that place as much as possible, because a lot of things yeah. happen there. You know, you have yes. naked people walking around, people drinking everywhere. Ooh. I mean, you know. Yeah. So I try to stay away from there to get myself out of trouble. Okay, okay. So from now on, I'll be placing you somewhere else, one hour away. Uh, how I'm going yes. to do it, I don't know if it's north or south or anywhere, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and do that. Roger, okay, you didn't it... capture the fact that uh, he said he's a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I stay, that's why I stay away. They, they they have that guy on. They have that guy in Times Square. They call the Naked Cowboy. Have you guys heard about him? Naked Cowboys? No. Yeah, yeah. There's a, the cowboy who walks around almost naked with the hat on, and you know. So uh, uh, no, no, I don't want to see such things. So I stay home. <laughs> but every once in a every once in a while, I'll go to the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I uh, one of my visitations in uh, New York. I went to watch uh, tennis. You know where that tennis thing is? I, that, is in, that is in Queens, right? Yes, I'm, I'm about half an hour, half an hour from Queens. Okay, yeah, I, I, I went to, uh, to so, uh, you know, I remember one of these things. Dr. Kachira, good morning. Hey, Roger, good morning, everyone. Um, I'm explaining to you, my brother. I'm Yes. Very co- uh, yes. drizzly and dull, and uh, I would rather prefer a bright day, but we'll take everything that comes. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, no, uh, like I was saying to everyone here, uh, in the prairies, uh, nice and sunny today, but uh, we have like a small, that wind which reminds you things are, are getting <laughs> to where they belong uh, here in the north. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Um, so on top of the hour, uh, like Nathan uh, said in our previous uh, discussion, we are going to look at uh, Zambia tourism co- um, uh, competitors. Uh, like I, I said, uh, Dr. Kajira, I have explaining to do. I was in the East Coast. Um, I saw a lot of things. Uh, in the confusion, I failed to come and, 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 and see you. Yeah, uh, but I have explaining to do I, when I, 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 I call you. 
Apologies. So like uh, Miss Lucas was saying, um, over the years, the 10 years we've been on radio, uh, we, we, we are almost journalists, Nathan. We've become more, everything you see yeah. when you travel or wherever you are, it is a story somehow. So oh, I yes. took a paper, I was writing everything, just about everything I saw there, what was happening, people fighting, I was writing just about everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I now, was there. Now, I, I Roger, was right. my, my, yes. my question to you is, when you were writing, what was my sister saying to you? Ah, I think she was busy looking as well, or looking at the other stuff, <laughs> because there was no time to, okay. to, to disturb somebody's. But uh, I could stop and say, let me write this here. I could stop. Yeah. No, it was a wonderful thing. And, uh, and therefore, uh, the question arose, and I said to myself, uh, how do we – we have all these uh, people coming to tour Toronto. A lot of people, Nathan, I'm telling you. A lot of people. Chinese. Ooh. Mm. So these are our competitors, uh, the Toronto people, our competitors. Can we even match these people? That's a question we are asking on top of uh, the hour. And this is going to be one of the forums, like Nathan said, uh, when we go to, uh, to Dallas. Uh, we are going to look at uh, tourism, uh, the opportunities uh, in tourism uh, back home. Uh, you have all those uh, sightseeing buses. I'm thinking that, that that one we could, you know, invest into one of those. I I I I, I don't remember seeing any of sightseeing buses in uh, in Lusaka. Uh, anyway, we are going to discuss uh, those things. Uh, before we do that, why don't you, Ricky? Welcome. Uh, why don't we look at uh, other stories? Uh, making uh, uh, news news today. Uh, one of the stories uh, which is, uh, I think, is affecting everyone, whether you are legal immigrant in the U.S. or illegal immigrant or whatever, they, they want to term it, uh, according to what the Trump administration are doing. Um, they want, to me, they just want to make uh, the life of an immigrant uh, whether illegal or whatever, very, very tough. So when I listen to this, uh, they are saying if a, an immigrant is on food, food stamps, uh, I'm not sure what they want to want to. Someone with a, a green card is on food stamps. There, there is something they want to be, I don't know if it is uh, uh, expel you, and therefore, I was saying, so even those who are citizens, uh, Trump may find a way. No one is going to be, to, to be safe. So first and foremost, let me ask this question. Uh, who followed that story this week about the Trump uh, attacking legal, legal immigrants uh, with uh, one of the policies? Who, who saw that one? Uh can, can can I, Roger? I saw I yes. saw it. Please go ahead. I saw I saw it, and uh, mm-hmm. I want to give uh, a personal personal example. Mm-hmm. My green card expires next month. Okay. So 
I I'm in the process of of renewing it. Mm-hmm. Up until up until yesterday, my wife's stomach was turning because she did not know what what the outcome might be because of that same article that you that you're talking about. Um, they are trying to me. I figure they are trying to get rid of as many immigrants who are not. Um, how should I say? Who, who are who are not legal? And if you are legal, the process now takes longer because they are scrutinizing more. They want to see whether you've been in trouble with the police, whether you've been on, on, on food stamps, feeding from the government. They want to find everything that they can find wrong and deny you. That is what this is about. So I, I did mine, I did mine uh, uh, last week or a week and a half ago. Uh, fortunately, I got a letter yesterday saying, you know, they are setting a date for an interview for me, So which means things are okay. You know, thank God. But my feeling is they are trying to find anything wrong with an individual who is not a citizen so they can send them back home. So this really comes in as America for Americans. They want America, not not they, sorry. Trump wants America for Americans. So as long as you are not a citizen, you are not safe. Because you go to police, so, you some, anything happens, you're done. So, so, so Noel, Roger, yes. if I may come in. Uh, you see, uh, this, this this is the result of uh, there's some background noise. Uh, I don't know if you can. Uh, yeah, hear that I'm, I'm trying to figure out which line, uh, but go ahead. Yeah. So this is the result of having uh, a very hateful individual as a president of a great country like this one. You see, uh, uh, it's not just uh, illegal immigrants being targeted. It's even those that obtained their citizenship 10, 15, 20 years ago. If you, if you mm-hmm. haven't heard, they're reviewing. Yes, they're reviewing those cases. Now, why would you do that in the first place? Because for somebody to have been granted citizenship back in the day, it means uh, they, they met the requirements. You see that? So why would you go back? so many years and review who got citizenship, right? And this just speaks to people being targeted. Which country or which countries are most of these people from? You're going to find uh, maybe South America, maybe, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe, you know, countries from Africa. You see that? Which speaks to the kind of individual we're dealing with. But guess what? America was great before him. America will be great after him. Some of uh, the stupidity he's trying to do will not, uh, will not succeed. There are people in this country that recognize the importance of immigrants, the importance of unity, the, the importance of diversity. You see that? All these things. If he can roll back uh, what Obama did, there's a new individual that will come into the White House and roll back whatever this uh, orange orangutan is doing, quite frankly. You see, it, it's taking longer now because when I was coming from Zambia in April, the lady at the immigration customs at the airport told me, you need to start working on renewing your green card now because it takes four to five months now than it used before. It's because of all the scrutiny that they have to go through now to, to allow you. Back then, when I first did it, three, three weeks, one month, you get it. But now the lady told me in April. Start doing it now because it's going to take a long time for you to get it back. 
green card uh, here in Canada, uh, like permanent residence, uh, they don't call it green card here, they call it permanent residence. It is just that, permanent residence, and nothing else. It can even expire if you want. So you cannot go to Zambia and come back. But it has nothing to do with your stay here. That is uh, one of the things I've... Just some information. Just some information out uh, out there. In Canada, if you are permanent residents, you are permanent residents. You are as good as a as a citizen. The only thing you cannot do is vote. That's just about the the, the difference. Or you cannot go visiting with an expired uh, uh, card. But if you don't want to renew it, it's, it's up to you. No one will ask you any question. Um. The bigger question, uh, Kelvin, uh, like you have put it, uh, we, we, we may all blame Trump uh, for what is uh, happening. Now, the surprising thing it is how much uh, support he has. So this may not just be a Trump thing. Let's, let's not even hide there. This no, may not be a Trump thing. Uh, people we consider the uh, evangelicals, people we consider this, they are all supporting what Trump is saying. I, I, I mean, ab- absolutely, and I agree with you, right? Uh, look at the history of this country, Roger, right? Would you be surprised? No, right? I, I'm, I'm not surprised that he even uh, had the base. He even uh, had the support, uh, you know, in his quest to, to do whatever he's trying to do, right? But you have to look at the composition of this country. You have to look at the value addition of diversity to this country. You see that? Look, anybody, anybody uh, is, uh, is up for you know, curbing illegal immigration uh, when it comes to, first of all, criminals, right? Uh, what his government is doing, what his administration is doing, Roger, is even curbing asylum seekers. Right? They just struck a deal with uh, Guatemala saying if you're from uh, South America, you're seeking asylum in the U.S., you'll be given temporary asylum or shelter in Guatemala. People are not seeking asylum in Guatemala. People are seeking asylum in the U.S. And there's a legal process. The constitution of this country has a provision for that. Why are you, why are you trying to go against uh, the provisions of the constitution? You see that? On, on what basis? And then, Roger, what makes it worse is you're trying to encourage immigration from European countries. What does that, what does that say about who you really are, right? If you're going to curb illegal immigration, Roger, curb illegal immigration uh, uh, to everybody, Europeans, Africans, uh, South Americans, Asians, everybody, right? But you single out continents or countries. That's just pathetic. It just doesn't speak to uh, the traditions of, of this country, quite frankly, Roger. Thanks. Uh, okay. To, to answer, uh, uh, to answer, everything we've to, considered uh, as tradition for United States, yeah. I think, in my view, has been uh, thrown uh, in the in the in the dustbin. Uh, we've seen yeah. the, the Republicans; they they they've folded their their, their arms. Uh, what I would like us to, to think about is the bigger picture. Uh, Trump, Trump may be uh, that evil individual we all uh, didn't want, 
But even I, who may think I'm in a safe country, what is the bigger, bigger, bigger picture to what is happening as far as immigration is concerned? Remember, in yeah. Zambia, uh, we don't want the Chinese as well. In our own country, we don't yeah, want Russia. them there. Russia. So I want us to look at the bigger picture of whatever is happening. What is the bigger picture? Go ahead, uh, uh, Yeah, what what is yeah that that question is very brilliant, um, and I think we have to um, look at it from the changes, uh, the changes in our society, uh, the composition, the change, the shift of power in the particularly where we are in the American society. You know, everything historically in this country is run by white boys. Okay. And um, the white man is the, 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 the power of the country, is literally the owner of the country. Now, over the years, that power has been shifting and evolving and moving. First of all, his wife has left the house, now uh, is making influence in the community and has a job. Marriages are flopping at more than 50%. The home of the... The, the, the nucleus family in white families doesn't produce as many children as it used to because the women are not staying home. They have careers. Now, coming mm -hmm. to politics, the women are also becoming more powerful. The women are becoming more powerful in that they are bundling together with minorities. Uh, the, uh, in, the last, uh, uh, in the last two, uh, three presidential elections, they even elected a black man to become a president of their country. It's power moving away from them. And that is the, the, the best that we are talking for Donald Trump. And that, that's where those practices are coming from. It's the immigrants that are coming, bundling up with the, the, with, the, with the white woman to take power from the white man. So there is a crisis going on in the society over power shifting to become something that is uh, going to be shared. And the holders of power historically are resisting that. That is what the movement is, uh, from my perspective. Uh, now, coming to the actual practices and politics and policies, there is only so much uh, damage that can be done in terms of immigration. All this nonsense is going to be reversed and just wait for the next election. Uh, it's going to be so chaotic. And, and, you know, these changes that they are making are not going to be permanent changes. They are temporary. Uh, and you, you have to also look at the history of the country of America. America goes through these changes. America brings in a calm leader who puts uh, peace and calm everywhere, and all of a sudden they bring in someone who shakes the whole thing up, and that's how the society renews itself. So we just have to be safe where we are and have our eyes on the law because certain things, as a person living in the United States, whether on a green card or in any document or a citizen, you are protected by law and there is recourse in the courts of law. If something goes wrong against you, you can be able to enlist support to defend your rights. Um, yeah, you, everybody, wherever you are, everybody has a right to be here, and you know, uh, you were, we were invited here, some of us, and um, most of us, or even if we invited ourselves, if you came on a visa, you were invited. Uh, 
So uh, that that is the point. So don't live in fear. Uh, be courageous. This government is not a permanent institution. The practices and policies that are offensive will change. Uh, but join the movement to disintegrate power. Uh, which has been concentrated in only one group of people. Lately, and now it's being decentralized in the workplace, in academia, in politics, in business, and everywhere. That's what's going on, in my view. Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> let, let, let me hear from uh, others uh, what they, they, they think, uh, in as far as the, the, the big picture. Uh, uh, as far as uh, the, the immigrant story and the big picture is concerned. W what do you think? W well elaborated by Vakasonso. Uh, what I, I, I may just disagree with is uh, the idea is uh, let's just sit still, everything will, will be all right. Uh, I think, in my view, it should be giving us another thought. It should be giving us another another thought. I don't know what that thought is. Who else wants to say what could be the big picture to what is happening as far as the immigrant story is happening in the United States and around the world? Can I say something, Roger? Yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, uh, immigration is a very big topic. It comes and goes. At times in history, it has been really bad, <laughs> and then it improves, and now we're at a point where where countries were more respectable or open to other countries trying to be neighborly. I think people are having enough. They're saying enough is enough, but what they are not being considerate is those countries that are saying enough is enough, when they go to other countries, they are welcomed with open arms. They can get a visa at the border. They can come in. They get extensions in, in manners that are sometimes they don't may not even need the visa, you know, in manners that are, are less um, difficult as they do it in their own countries. And I'm not just talking about the United States, even different countries in Europe and Australia. Do you know that the Australians, as, as much as we all know they are, uh, they are not the owners of that country, but they are saying the uh, aboriginals should go back to Africa. And yet those guys have been there way before Africans went anywhere. So how do you chase the owners of the country? That's how bad it is, you know. So it, it's, we have to get to a point where we look at each other as humans rather than this race or this color, this religion and so on. There are better ways in which they can be addressed because we might feel like, okay, one country is getting too many immigrants, but in the same country there are other parts of that country that are empty and they need people, you know? So it, it's, I don't know what's the best way. Zambia is a country that has opened up to its neighbors. Countries, uh, citizens from countries as far north as possible from Africa have come and sought refuge in Zambia. We, I, I would want almost to say, have been like the United States to other countries. You know, whenever there's war, we say, come to our country, seek refuge when things are okay, you know, maybe go back. But we are, we are seeing that the developed countries are not behaving in a civilized manner anymore. I don't know how it can be addressed. <laughs> I like 
I like that. I like that part. Makasira, any thoughts? Any thoughts on the on the on the subject? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what is happening? Uh, I think in the United States, when we follow uh, every uh, written rule. Uh, why the conservatives uh, they are so scared about uh, immigration? Number one, what they are saying is that uh, when these people uh, say the Mexicans, uh, the Africans, ourselves, when we turn into politics in America, we straight away become uh, voters for Democrats. So they are seeing it yep. as a negative. Uh, they are going to lose. Uh, they are going to lose votes. So they want to fight it in any way possible to fight this. That is uh, immigration in the United States. When we go to Africa, Africa is um, uh, one area, I, I think, uh, still with uh, so much fresh, fresh water, uh, an altered uh, arable land. Uh, China is running out of um, land. Uh, the Western uh, countries, some of in Europe, they will still need fresh vegetables to come from somewhere. Uh, someone is um, indicating that uh, the next war is going to be over water. So I'm not sure if we Africans uh, are also sitting the way the Americans are sitting to protect what uh, uh, belongs to us. Anyway, I brought yeah. this. I, I, I brought this story uh, so that we could be just saying, uh, just in case things got to a point where it is unbearable, are we getting ready to making sure the only place I cannot be chased away, I'm doing something about it. Let me just put it uh, that way. I'm doing something about it. Whether we are going to have uh, a person who is uh, four times than Trump, and they will just be rounding up people like nobody's uh, business, or things are going to become normal, uh, the big picture, I think, in the entire story, as we listen to this entire story, is that the only place I call home where they cannot chase me where they cannot intimidate me, I can go without a visa, I can go without anything, I probably need to be doing something about, about that, that, that place. I could be wrong. But Roger, on water, uh -huh. even, I'll tell you, I, I, I can't even say it's inside information, it was a public meeting that people didn't attend. Here in Florida, they are uh, reserving water because in about 20 years or less, there will be no water. So they are digging things underground and preserving water. Now, I've heard and I know that Zambia is very rich with water resources. Am I right to say that? Yes, 35% mm -hmm. of uh, uh, southern water bodies in Zambia. Yes but we do not take care of our own water. And as, ma as rich as we are with water, we have water issues all the time. So while our country is trying to say, how can we supply water to everybody, we are not thinking the bigger picture to say, 
Currently, I hear there will be a demand for water. We are not thinking about those things. Even trapping rainwater, like right now it's raining like crazy. People who have to access, unfortunately I'm not in that category, are trapping rainwater. When that rainwater comes, it's going underground in those called, things they call aquifers or something like that, whatever I show science and English, know those things. That's what they're doing. When, it's, when we say, oh, this rain, 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 they're trapping that water because in the, in the future, they want the water. Zambia is not ready. Most of America is not ready. I just wanted to throw that out there. No, that, that, that is a good thought. Uh, and this is the way our, our friends, the conservatives, the Republicans, this is the way they process uh, information. We may think, oh, they are doing this, uh, just uh, uh, some guy uh, like, like uh, uh, what's his name, Kelvin put it, uh, is a crazy guy, is doing this. But underground, there are people who are pushing this. No more. Those who are considered normal, they are really pushing. They are, they are really pushing this agenda. They are really pushing agenda. Just using uh, one one individual. Okay, we move on. Uh, there is a story here uh, which I started here in the morning uh, while I was at work. <laughs> that is uh, our, our our leader. Thank you, Miss Lucas, for sending that uh, video about Bill Ten. I don't know how many of us are concerned or are following that story, but that's for another day. So President um, Lungu was in um, Tanzania. I don't know if it's today or yesterday. Um, the story is that uh, he was welcomed by the Minister of Agriculture. The Minister of Agriculture was sent uh, to welcome him. And uh, our, I'm one of those people who have been counting how many times Mr. Lungu has been to Tanzania. This is the third time in Tanzania. Uh, Wao Mangufuri has never been to, to Zambia. Even uh, Mr. Lungu invited him to his uh, is it ceremony, presidential inauguration. Uh, Mangufuri only sent the vice, vice president. What, what, what's up with that, Nathan? <laughs> Because the the vice president's delegation is a little what's the word? Is a little smaller and probably less expensive to send over there. The presidential delegation is huge. It's uh, it's more expensive for a president to travel. When the ambassador came here, uh, is it two, three years ago? I can't remember. There was an event. He came to, I think, two, three, two years ago, when the current leadership of the Zambian Association in Dallas, they were sort of like relaunching the association, and ambassador was invited to attend. So when the ambassador addressed the event, there was a time and answer se- uh, session. So what I did, Lagasonso uh, and Dr. Gazila, is I asked this question to say, why does President Lungu just end up in New York and speaks to the same group all the time when he comes? They are different Zambian communities, okay? Like if you look at, I give an example, I gave an example of Uhuru Kenyatta. You know, the Kenyans, when the president comes, 
they organize a meeting where there's like two, three thousand Kenyans who attend that meeting. The president addresses them and interacts them. I'm going around about a long way to explain why it's cheaper to have uh, probably vice president or what do you call it, the president. So it was explained in that meeting in my answer for why President Lungu doesn't go to Chicago, to Dallas, to Seattle, and interact with the Zambians. So it was broken down what needs to be done before the president goes into a place. So with that little information, that's what I'm saying. It's cheaper to send the vice president and the president to go. And probably we all know Mangufuri has got more important things to attend to locally than to go and hang out. <laughs> Roger. Yes, go ahead, Kelvin. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, while the cost factor, uh, you know, uh, maybe cost factor and, uh, you know, uh, financial discipline prevents Mangufuri from making these trips, you also have to look at it from the other side, right? Uh, there are presidents uh, uh, in the sub-region that hold the portfolios at SADC level, right? So for them, it becomes necessary to travel, right? Uh, the one thing that we always think is that uh, it's always at the country's expense. It's not always at the country's expense. SADC meets the expenses of presidents if they're traveling for SADC commitments. Now, uh, if they are traveling for bilateral talks and things like that, yes, it becomes necessary to weigh the options and say, okay, which is the cheaper option? Send my ministers or send my vice president or I go myself. Uh, I mean, it's always a good idea to, to, again, be financially disciplined as a country that is struggling, a country that's going out there to get loans. Uh, you know, you're, you're better off erring on the side of, uh, you know, financial discipline. If the trip is unnecessary, send uh, your, your high commissioner or your ambassador or your vice president or your minister. You see that? Because, yeah, like Nathan put it, uh, it's, it's a huge cost, yes, to, to have the president uh, of a country go to another country. But let's not just look at it from one angle, you see? Thanks. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so this yeah. guy has never been to Zambia three times, ka? three times, he has uh -huh. never been to Zambia, three times. I don't know what justifications uh, we can give you with all those uh, three times. Uh, Nathan has mentioned the uh, cost, uh, which uh, Kelvin, I think, has, uh, has supported a little bit. So only Mangufuri is so cautious about the cost of visiting uh, nearby Zambia. And our president has no uh, cost issues. Can I say something? In his mind, is we are wasting his time. If we're not going to hear what he has to say, he'll just say it from his place. Chap? Yeah, you know, Roger, the other thing that we have to think about is uh, what is the, uh, the purpose of those journeys that the president is making? Um, it may be that it is necessary for him to travel to Tanzania and not the other way around. For three times, the president of for three times it is just yeah. necessary for him. For three times. And it is necessary, it's unnecessary for Mangufuri more than three times not yeah. to come to Zambia. It, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. You see, the, the thing is, we have to look at the purpose. 
since we don't know the purpose, we cannot um, uh, definitively just use the numbers three to zero. Uh, right. The present is working. Yeah, we have to look at the purpose. Since we don't know the purpose, all we can say is it does, particularly it looks troubling and it's odd that he keeps traveling to Tanzania. What are we getting out of there from his travels? Uh, and, you know, uh, that, that is the question they need to answer from us. Yeah, because it is clear. The other guy is not moving, he's not traveling. So what is there? One of the examples I gave was uh, inauguration. President uh, Lungu uh, traveled to Mangufuri uh, inauguration. When it was his time, uh, Mangufuri to come for inauguration to, in Zambia, he sent a, mm -hmm. uh, a, vice, a, 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 a vice president. Um, to, to, to me, sometimes maybe I'll go mad one day. Maybe I think too much for, for the good of myself. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. maybe I think too much for the good of myself. But the kind of pride sometimes uh, God heal me, I have personally, I'll probably not go there. I'll also send, yeah. I'll also send somebody. Trust me. Yeah, uh, there, there's there's also, I'm sending somebody there. Yeah, there's also, uh, there's also international power, you know, the, you know, the, the power impressions that presidents make. If Magufuli wants to appropriate uh, President Lungu as a person who is under him, then he makes he manipulates the situation in such a way that it makes him travel all the time, so that he Magufuli looks both important to his people and in the sight of the international community. So he could just be playing. Uh, he could just be playing his friend. Uh, this guy wants to so much have friendship with me, and now how do I make him look under me it's like he's a lesser guy than me? So. He makes him travel. So he manipulates schedules. Oh, no, he's busy. Oh, no, he's not well. Or maybe he's not doing this, but we can meet on this. So there is that uh, thing that the um, uh, presidents do on the, uh, in the sub-region. So, uh, again, in my view, I don't want to blame uh, Mangufuri. President Lungu has more problems in Zambia. He should be figuring out. The young guy, uh, Mangufuri, even refused to go to UN. For so long, we were just sending people to go because he was saying it's expensive for the country, which our own president, Mr. Lungu, will not pass by. Any, any chance to come to New York is, is hiring a very big plane, and I'm sure next month it should be, it should be coming. That, that, that's the bottom line. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I should mention this. Uh, we've been very tough with ourselves in the organizing committee for Dallas, certain costs. These are things I think we, uh, why we are doing this. When we see leaders who are not hesitant to spend, we are saying, no, 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 we don't want to go, to, to go, to go that route. Um, is entire, our president, is entire uh, stay in office has been, uh, has done nothing to holding on to, to spending. It has been about spending, 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 and the country, it is where it is today. Uh, again, that is uh, the bigger picture. Uh, others may, may, may disagree, but uh, I just feel uh, President Lungu should, should learn to stay home. Wakajira, where are you, Wakajira? Uh, we, we can't hear you. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I've been listening for a change. 
if we have to attract uh, foreign investment, we need the requisite infrastructure, right? So how can you compare the GDP under Mwanawasa versus the GDP under Lungu when this one government did not focus on infrastructure development and this other government has focused on that? You see that it's the same thing with the Magufuli. What are some of the things that Magufuli has not done, that Zambia has done, to make his GDP up to where it is? And when we start focusing on things like GDP, how real are they? Uh, let's look at the lowest person in Tanzania. How poor is the lowest person? Can we boast of having $10 billion in reserves when you have 75% uh, of your people living under the poverty denim line? You see that? I, I'm not one that wants to focus on statistics and things like that. But guess what? The quality of living of the people must be reflective of that GDP, period. So when Magufuli, Magufuli GDP is 7, 8, 10%, I don't care about that. If it doesn't travel because he wants GDP up there, I don't care about that. I care about the quality of uh, you know, the, the life that people live. Thank you. One of uh, the things uh, which were, was mentioned uh, uh, while our president was uh, spending, was it uh, 300000 to sign the constitution? Mangufuri's inauguration, he, he bought uh, uh, hospital beds. Uh, so if Mr. Uh, Mr. Kelvin, Mr. Chimbaye uh, wants to see how those things are translating, uh, we have uh, kids, uh, sick kids in UTH right now who are sharing um, beds. Uh, patient beds in, in UTH. Uh, so uh, that, that, that is uh, our, our cry. Uh, GDP here, GDP there. Those are the, are the measures, uh, standards which are given for any nation to know uh, the direction of the, of the country. A GDP at 2%, which we have, you can tell you that no one can find a job at 2% in the country. Uh, so this is why it is so tough. Uh, we, we cannot run away. Bella, say something. <laughs> say, say something, yes. Yeah, Mr. Roger, I was going to say what Kelvin is saying is very, that's what I'm looking for. I can't agree with what Mr. Kelvin is saying, and I think you've written, you've said most of the things I was going to say. We can't say the quality of life for the typical, typical Zambian has improved under the, the PF government. I mean, this infrastructure we are talking about is very costly, and on top of quality, it's also very poor quality. So I don't think that's a very good argument to say that the infrastructure the government is putting up is very beneficial to us. And, and to that point, uh, Bella, uh, at, at what point? Because we find that all these uh, infrastructure, they are calling uh, the PF, it's all inflated. You know? Um, a kilometer of a, a, a road in southern Africa is a hundred, is it hundred thousand in South Africa, Namibia, and then it comes to Zambia as 1.2 million a kilometer of a road, and then you look at that road, it's washed away in the, in the next rain season. Yeah, but uh, exactly. Roger, Roger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so on, on top of that, uh, we are going to be discussing. Can I say? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You see, you see, the point I was making is 
uh, investment in that infrastructure, right? Uh, if you mm-hmm. want us to talk about accountability, if you want to, you want us to talk about uh, you know uh, overpriced uh, you know costs and things like that, that's a, that's a topic uh, you know I'd be happy to have. But what I wanted you guys to look at is what has this government invested in, right? Versus what has Magufuli not invested in. So if this government has put its money in infrastructure development, and uh, Magufuli has not. Therein lies the reason why probably his GDP is higher than ours. You see that? But if you want to talk about accountability, if you want to talk about corruption, that's another topic for even now or for another day. And I'll be happy to engage in that topic. I'm not even looking at quality of this, quality of that, corruption and this and that. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, you know, there are gray areas uh, in how how these contracts uh, have been uh, sourced and executed. And uh, (laughs) trust me, you you know this, you know this, that uh, (laughs) I'm one person that will call a spade a spade and not uh, a, a big spoon. You know it. Right? Yeah. I, like I said, this is a conversation I'll be happy to engage you with in very unbiased uh, terms. Okay. Talking about. Okay. Talking I, about, I, I, I want to. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, Nathan, go ahead. Go ahead, Nathan. Go. Okay. What I wanted to say is that you see, we, we have this narrative of where there's always this argument of saying, even if Mwanawasa ABC, there was this negative aspect of his leadership. The, the point, the, the principle of leadership, or if you're analyzing anything, first of all, you, the bottom line here is that the, the whole human structure, you can begin from... As much as we hated Kaunda or we must have looked at him in a certain way, Kaunda had his positives and he had his negatives. Yes. All the way up to where we are today. You see, and this is is what happens. History always, uh, what's the word? History will always redefine a person or a leader, okay? There, if you look at the Kaunda era, there was no. Because, you see, you, we, you, you may even want to use the word, or like Obama said, things evolve. He was such a disciplinarian, as some people say, don't. He was a dictator. You want to use that word? That's fine with me. But as far as I'm concerned, Kaunda was a strong leader, and he was in control. When we start moving up to Chiluva. Mwanawasa, Kusata, each one of them had their positives and their strengths. So we cannot dismiss and discount and say, oh, Mwanawasa, even if he did this, there was this aspect of him. The, the bottom line of the issue is that the economy was at its strongest in Mwanawasa's time. That we cannot take away from him. You see? And of course, he's known for not tolerating or putting up with corruption. Does it mean there was no corruption? No. There was still corruption. Because corruption is not just at the top. It's in it's a cancer in the system. You see? It's those guys there at the bottom. You want to get your driver's license, you need to pay a little extra. You want this done, 
you need to do a, a bit it's me you guys go to zambia and you go into these offices every leadership has got its positives and its negatives it just depends which one has the greater percentage in your leadership era that that would be my my contribution to this so some people I, I like it. 70% negative, 30%. Yeah, I, I, I like some people were not even uh, in control. Yesterday, like I, I, I look at Arab was not in control. He let when adore us via his children and everybody do whatever they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But does it mean mm-hmm. Arab was completely negative minus leader? No. He had his strengths and that, that's all yeah. I'm trying to say. He had the huge reserves uh, in the Katushuk. Makajira and I were listening to uh, that discussion yesterday. People were talking about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. the corruption in Zambia. Um, Professor Sasa was mentioning all oh, these presidents. Uh, you should listen to the laughter when he when he came to Arabi and Tulungu. Uh, he was he, he was talking about uh, their positives. He mainly acted. Uh, but corruption in this government, corruption. But when he came to Lungu, just the laughter in the building will tell you what Nathan is talking about <laughs> percentage-wise. The acknowledgement that this uh, uh, leadership has been the, the most corrupt uh, uh, in, uh, in the history of Zambia. Okay. <clears throat> we will we, we move. Vamtare, good morning. Good morning, good morning, Ivane. Uh, the, the, the water cooler is is on, and uh, everyone uh, is uh, is here. So we are looking uh, at uh, the topic, uh, the competitiveness uh, of uh, t- tourism, and this is uh, going to be one of the platform uh, platform themes when we go to uh, to, to Dallas. What do we want to do, Bamdale? Um, uh, is to find first number one uh, people who are going to lead uh, the, the 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 group. Uh, the, the main thing we 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 want to come out uh, with from um, uh, Dallas is number one: uh, how proactive are we going to be uh, promoting uh, Zambia Zambia tourism? Uh, as a as a team, uh, as a radio first and foremost, uh, but as a wider group, uh, the, the members of um, uh, Zambia diaspora, how aggressive are we going to be uh, marketing our? So we really want to make sure uh, we do this. I don't know, Nathan and everyone here, uh, Bella, if we are late to print tickets uh, or uh, tickets, t-shirts, which says visit Zambia. We just want people walk around Texas and say visit Zambia, or where I am here when I come back. I'm walk, walking around with a T-shirt which says visit Zambia. Uh, we 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 want to make uh, human billboards if 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 you if you like. Uh, number two, we want to see what are the uh, investment opportunities in tourism uh, back home. Uh, can we? Can some of us dive into it? Uh, can the conference uh, maybe identify investors who could uh, uh, come and be part of the uh, tourism uh, investment in in Zambia? So before I go to the main questions, 
uh, I told everyone here I was taking a lot of notes uh, when I went to the East Coast. Um, first, it was very expensive <laughs> to travel. Like I said, hey, traveling in yeah. Canada can be tricky. Ah, yeah, yeah, it can be tricky. The, the cost is just as good as going to Zambia. That is the yes. way it was. Oh, <laughs> easy. My goodness. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Did so you, that's did you flying, go to... That's flying to, to, to Toronto. Um, we, we fly there. We arrive at uh, uh, YYZ. YYZ. Pearson. Pearson there. The site where we, we arrived, I don't know if it was, it was a, the local site. I think it was uh, a little bit on the older site. I didn't really like that, that part. Uh, when I'm going to Zambia, the, I think yeah, Ethiopia okay. Airlines, when I'm going to Zambia, where it goes, it's nice and new stuff, what, what. So these people, they yeah, give us two images. Eh? Yeah. 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 Uh, from Toronto Airport, we go into a 30-minute ride, train, by train, to downtown. What do they call downtown uh, there? Uh, Union Station. We, we yeah. get out of uh, Union Station, not a very elaborate one, uh, but it was uh, it was there, Union Station. Uh, first time I used the Uber, and uh, the guy who was driving this Uber was a Cameroonian. So we talked a little bit. We took a 10-minute ride to uh, to this uh, massive, massive, massive hotel. I don't know how many layers, uh, 27 floors. It was a big, it was a big thing. Uh, I'm telling you about my observations. Uh, we went. Uh, this was around, I think, uh, 7 p.m., 8 p.m. No, 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 8 p.m., 9 p.m. It was a little bit dark. And the guys were saying, oh, we are tired. We don't want to go, especially our son. Nathan, this story, when you have kids, those who have young kids take vacation now. When they grow up, they want to argue everything. I just want to put that out there. I'll tell you. Hey, my goodness. Anyway, I'm like, you know, uh, I'm here for tourism, and um, I've got very, very little time. I'm not spending it sleeping. So I'm going outside to see how Toronto looks uh, uh, at night. I, I, I think, we, no, no, no. We, 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 we had to go out to eat. So we, we went to Boston Pizza. I don't know. Is there a Boston Pizza in, uh, uh, in, in the U.S.? We have Boston Pizza here. It's a Canadian. Uh, anyway, we went to Boston Pizza. Now, it was from Boston Pizza where the argument was, whether we should go and look at our Times Square. We have our own Casamo Times Square. At the, is it Eden? Is it Eden uh, more? Uh, it, uh, it's it's on. 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 It's uh, up to 11, you know, 11 p.m., 22, uh, 11 p.m., people were just seated like they were not going anywhere. Uh, I think I, 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 I like that. Um, 
the second the second day, uh, Nathan, we went to see. Uh, these are some of the points I want to to, to bring out. Wakajira, uh, CN Tower, mm. that uh, yeah. big tower. It yeah. is just something they built with cement. Yeah. It had a two-hour wait period just people to go inside Nathan. Yeah. To go yeah. up and look and see Toronto. Two-hour wait, wait period. <coughs> of course, mm. my my son was not intrigued about that. He said, "No, this is not <laughs> happening." Of course, <laughs> this is not <laughs> happening. Yeah, okay, better so things to do. do? <laughs> yeah. So we went into the next one, the aquarium. Uh, it was wonderful there. I think the weight wasn't uh, uh, that that much. Uh, really? All you see is yeah. aquarium, underground, different fishes, this and this, this and this, this and this. So let me stop. Let me stop right there. A CN tower, like I've said, it is just a cement thing they've built to show people about the entire town. My question. To me as a journalist, to me as a, a journalist, is, as always, is what is so difficult about my country, building something like this in Lusaka, so people can come, those who are visiting for the first time from Kawe, from Kitwe, they can just go up there. And how much employment is this? And it was expensive. It's not even cheap. It's like 40 bucks. You know? By the way, we, we we came back at night, ten o'clock. There were still people, full, ten o'clock at night. My wife and I uh, went back because we had already bought, bought a ticket. And there was no way I was throwing that money away. Um, the small, small, small things, from Daddy, uh, and everyone here. The small, small things, our people, the people here, our experiences, which they've turned, they've turned into. Uh, tourist attractions, uh, they were amazing to me. Uh, they, were, they, they were just uh, uh, amazing to me. Let me pause there. Uh, someone with a thought. I think it has to do with marketing. They've marketed those sites mm-hmm. very well. They've used the Internet. If, they, they've, uh, if the Chinese delegation are coming to Canada, they go on the Internet. They'll see things to do in Toronto. You have hundreds of things. It's a sightseeing that CN Tower is there. So India and so on. So uh, first thing is to market yourself. But you need a product to market. Uh, so your analogy about uh, putting a similar one in Lusaka, we've got to ask ourselves, what will the people be looking at when they climb up on the Lusaka's uh, tower. Uh, so you you need to ask yourself, do we have a skyline that would be impressive to show to the world and say, look, come see what we've built? Um, so everything has to make sense because you can build the, a tower like that in Lusaka and, and there will be no lines uh, compared to what you saw because the, the product, the, the, the product is not there. Um, so we've got to look at, at our strengths and weaknesses and not necessarily compare apples to oranges. Uh, for example, you look, you look at the Caribbean. You go there, tons of tourists go there. 
but they're not going for Ethereum Tower. They're going for the beach. The beaches, mm-hmm. the, the market. And when you get into any of those planes, right from the airport, if it's Mexico, they start throwing hints at you, tequila, tequila, tequila. So you know that, oh, here tequila is the thing, you know. So they, they start marketing early. If it's in uh, uh, Dominican Republic, they, they'll talk about the Thai, Thai, Thai Mai, uh, or, you know, things like that, their drinks. They'll talk about uh, places to go. So uh, Zambians, I think, number one is marketing. We need to market. Um, uh, and, uh, but I think we need to make Zambia as a whole attractive to people. And I, I think it should start from the very top. If we are good managers of our economy and people are hearing great things the way say Rwanda, every nowadays if you talk Africa, Rwanda is on your lips. Just the other day I was watching the interview, Masai Ujiri. You remember, Roger, you brought up the issue about basketball. And, and yes. uh, Masai, Masai met personally with uh, Paul Kagame. The NBA took a delegation of the NBA to Rwanda. And they're building a, a state-of-the-art uh, basketball court, and a league has already been started. They've chosen six nations who participate. So those are the practical things. Why, why you, Rwanda? One, they've seen how well Kagame is managing his country. So we need to start from the polit- politics all the way down to the individual simple Zambian. We need a massive um, campaign. Uh, not this little show, come to Zambia, little things. That will do a little bit, but not enough. <laughs> I am there. <laughs> it, okay. It's very true, Roger, what Dr. Kajira <laughs> said. Because yes. he, here is the thing. Uh, look at what, what, do we have, what do we have in our hands? What do we have in Zambia? Okay. That, we, 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 the tower may not work for us, like he has rightly said. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at information here, which you remember some of these things we're sharing as we are preparing for the, what do you call it, for our event in, in Dallas, and mm-hmm. to, ha- to highlight this component of uh, tourism, okay? We have 18 national parks. information with us. We have 18 national parks. Number two, we know South Africa advertises Victoria Force or Mosotonia Force as being as being in their country. People, the people in Japan, Australia, America, they don't know that there is a country in between Zambia and, and the South Africa. The South Africans are just telling you this package includes a visit to the Victoria Force. They don't tell you where the mm-hmm. Victoria Force yeah. is. You yeah. see what I'm trying to say? We have to yeah. be innovative, Roger. I mean, how many force waterfalls do we have in Zambia? There are many. And there are so many. You, you're talking about you, what Bakajira here said. The sandy beaches in the, in the island. That's Zambia. Do we even talk about the beaches of Zambia, the sand in Zambia? We don't. So there are a lot of things that we can market about our country which can attract a lot of people, a lot of people, the wildlife in itself, you know. I mean, these guys would like to, to take what you call when they go in that, 
on the safari tours. My goodness, these people love safari tours, Roger. Do, do you know how much these guys love safari tours? Just advertise safari tours and, you know, show them wild animals moving in their freedom, not in cages, you know? So there's a lot we can do. It's just that, like you have said yourself, tourism is the fifth fastest growing industry with the one billion uh, international travelers accounting for, what do you call it, 5% of growth globally per year. The question is, out of this $1.5 trillion, Roger, that you are quoted, how much, of, how much of that is going into Zambia? That's a question I should ask myself. I like that. How much, like of, that. Yeah, how much of this is going to Zambia? Yeah, I'm not going to mention the president or the government, PFMMG or whatever. No, me, myself. I need to ask myself as a Zambian, how much of $1.3 trillion is going into Zambia? And what am I doing about it? That's the question. Nathan, uh, but Roger, oh. can I say mm. just one quick point? Uh, you mentioned on Facebook about cost. When it comes to mm -hmm. tourism, guys, number one is cost of, of, uh, of the, the trip. You can't mm -hmm. have a situation where a hotel costs 100 and something or 200 $300 because the tourist yeah. is thinking in Toronto, I can stay in a hotel for maybe less. Why am I going to spend uh, more in Osaka? You know, we have to find ways in which we can make it attractive by giving cheaper packages. You have to start somewhere. That's where probably mm -hmm. subsidies from government could come in to say, look, we're going to subsidize the cost of, uh, of, uh, of, of uh, accommodation just to enhance the tourism. But if you just leave it like that to the market forces to do what they want, the poor small tourist operator, he's looking at his uh, finances and saying, look, for me to make ends meet, uh, a room has to be $500 a night. And, and that mm. will turn away tourists because even yes. if the West has money, tourists are very frugal in how they spend their money. They, they, they want to get the best back, bang for, for the back, you know. So, so I think we got to look at cost. Uh, can, can I for a second? Uh, yeah, please talking about, talking about tourism, I was watching again this past week, I was watching. Uh, uh, two two uh, English teams playing soccer, and on the sleeve again was visit was visit Rwanda on one of the teams. I can't remember exactly which which one it was. So can you imagine uh, how many people were were watching that? So if anybody's watching soccer now, just look at the players and on their sleeve what it what it says. Most of it says visit Rwanda. Now, all these things that have been talked about in the last. 20 minutes about tourism and, 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 and advertising in Zambia. A thought just crossed my mind. A few, uh, I think about a month ago, I had suggested that Zambia Blog Talk Radio has to become an organization that is recognized worldwide, even in Zambia. Now, coming with that idea and what we're talking about today, if Zambia Blog Talk Radio was an entity on its own, with the, uh, with all the officers and everything, like 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 a big 
with the T-shirts that Roger was talking about. Can you imagine walking anywhere in the United States with a T-shirt that says visit Zambia, ZambiaBloodTalkRadio.com for information. And we on our website have all the tourist attractions that Zambia has to offer. Mm-hmm. So when anybody going to Zambia, they will go to ZambiaBloodTalkRadio.com Download whatever and look what Zambia has to offer. And they are knowing about Zambia and its tourism from Zambia Blog Talk Radio. Not only that, instead of giving out those t-shirts in, in, in September, why not sell it to the members of Blog Talk Radio? That way Blog Talk Radio also makes some money off of the t-shirts. Because I know I can buy that t-shirt. So will everybody else here. So when we go in September, let us try to find a way of making Zambia Blood Talk Radio as an entity so we can start doing some of these things that other people are doing. It's just an idea that popped in my head in the last few minutes. Maybe, maybe, yeah, that like will that. be at the beginning. It's powerful. If we, make, if we make this in an entity, we can ZambiaBloodTalkRadio.com, anything, not just visit Zambia. It could be anything that we want. We can market anything that we want as long as it has to do with, with Zambia, but through Zambia Blog Talk Radio, which is an entity. I make a little money. Everybody here, you know, chip in $10 to, to, to Zambia Blog Talk Radio. That come every month. We, oh, come on, guys. We can do this. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, I like that. Any any thoughts? Uh, we have a little bit of feedback. Uh, I hope that we can pa 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 speak. But go go ahead, Ramtale, if you have any any thoughts. Hello, hello. Can you hear me clear now? We can hear you loud and clear, Kalam. Oh, okay, okay. No, to me, my contribution could be. You know, I value tourism that much. Uh, and most of the time now, it's like my mindset is like, how can we promote the local tourism? My in, that's so my that's why you're hating uh, uh, that group. Uh, 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 just just to let you know, Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So uh, <laughs> my area of interest <laughs> is local tourism. I'll find that yes. there's more than 20 annual ceremonies in Zambia, manifesting mm-hmm. customs, social life, oral history spiritual and material culture. Most of these ceremonies have their meanings. So my my area of thinking is that how can we boost this up? Uh, like enough, we have that um, uh, diaspora policy, which is helping into what we are discussing now. So uh, my thinking would be how can we promote this cultural and everything, everything while we are away from Zambia? So I'm I'm advocating for if as diasporan as like you are saying uh, blog radio can be a major instrument into disseminating information that is pertaining to this. I would love to have a cultural center opened here in the diaspora. This cultural center has to work hand in hand with the government uh, in such a way that um, when we are doing our things, let's say. I know that the tribes won't 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 match the traditional ceremonies that are in, in in diaspora. So the only thing we can do is we can we can come up with one specific day, specific place, 
where every every year we boost this like a festival thing. And we oh. we because I, I see that like uh let's say Kuomboka that is done from Liwului to Limulunga. We have uh, o- ocean ocean here where we can even board to uh, hire a boat or <laughs> hire a We have lakes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So when we, that particular day we are hiring to show to to show our uh, friends of Zambia that this is what happens when there's a Kuomboka happening. You are moving from water to the land, and uh-huh. this is what happens. And then when you talk about the Nchwala, which is performed in the northern Zambia, we also show them uh, the way we moved as this tribe was moving from. Uh, Angola to how it reached to that place Zambia northern part. We talk about Nchwala uh, Selemun the same, Kusefia Pangwena the same thing, but we are trying to, to, to practice here. But my main concern is because at the end of the day, we need to achieve how we can empower small medium enterprise. Because when we have these things here, that means we'll be forced to start buying the costumes that are manufactured in Zambia specifically to come and perform these things here. So what is the end result? The end result is, as we are trying to advertise Zambia with its uh, uh, traditional ceremonies, we are also trying to boost small businesses who are in that industry of manufacturing the costumes that we need to use when we are doing these performances. So to me, I'm understanding it in both ways. As, as much as we are trying to attract uh, whatever the 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 attraction at the end of the day we should also focus on how can we boost our small medium enterprise because that is what is going to help even in building the economy that could be for now that could be my contribution yes 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 <clears throat> okay uh, <clears throat> let's go forward uh, those who have joined us uh, I see Vakaira, that is Vakaira's uh, n- n- number. You can press one, Vakaira, if you have uh, a comment. Uh, Titus, well, welcome. Um, so we are discussing uh, tourism. Tourism uh, is, is going to be one of the themes um, uh, in, in, in Dallas. Uh, what we are going to, to look at, one, uh, opportunities, uh, which Mutara um, has just been talking about here. Uh, and so we, we, we are discovering those. What are some of the opportunities? Uh, uh, we could entice ourselves in investing into. Uh, what was the other one? I've forgotten it. Uh, I remember as we as, as we go. Um, let me go forward with uh, my trip uh, uh, in the in the East Coast. On uh, was it on Thursday? Thursday we went to uh, Niagara Falls. Uh, visited uh, the Niagara Falls there. Um, a wonderful place, uh, small, very small, very small town, and uh, they have got all these boats you have to go in. Expensive again, uh, very expensive. Uh, one of the things that I liked wherever we went, Vakajira, uh, was how uh, each place you go into, uh, the exit is always through some, um, some shop they have created. So you have to buy a cup, mm. you have to buy mm-hmm. this, you have yep. to buy this. Yep. Uh, so that, that, that was um, my, my good observation I saw in, um, 
I, I think I didn't pay much attention to this uh, in the United States, but this was very, very, very clear, uh, be it uh, CN Tower, be it at um, where you watch the aquarium, uh, you, you go to uh, Niagara, Niagara Falls. Uh, Niagara Falls is, uh, again, not a very big thing. You go in the boat. Uh, on the other side, you go. Uh, I like the way the thing is so flat, the water, the way it comes and, uh, and falls. Uh, and it's huge. My journalist, I was uh, kept looking, kept looking, kept looking. And then there are these buses, sightseeing uh, uh, buses. And I'm saying to myself, that is uh, employment there. We go, we go into town. Now into town, now it's open to uh, all these, um, uh, what are we going to call them? Fifshingrusha Nathaniel, Fifshingrusha Pwabaiche, I'm a theme parks, like theme parks. Uh-huh. They've created all these theme parks, uh, restaurants. All these are as a result of this small thing called um, Niagara Falls. And yet they've surrounded it with so, with just so much uh, stuff, things uh, kids can play with. Other than uh, the force itself, uh, people go there for holidays just for kids to go and play on uh, rounders, on this, on this, on this. Um, the food was very expensive. Ruby Tuesday, I've, I've not eaten Ruby Tuesday uh, like some 11 years since I was in the uh, United States. So we, my son saw, oh, Dad. There is Ruby Tuesday. So with food, it was very cooperative. Uh, but we ended up spending one hundred. Yeah, we ended up spending one hundred and fifty uh, uh, dollars for three of us. I wasn't very happy about that for, for that meal. Anyway, the whole story is that it is how much uh, the small attraction, how much they've surrounded it with, with so much other supporting. Uh, supporting events. I've never been to Livingston. Someone tell me, uh, those who go to Livingston, what else is surrounding uh, Livingston, uh, so, so to say? Uh, after after the, the tour of the Victoria Force, what else can people do? Uh, again, that was my journalistic... Uh, uh, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Uh, um, uh, and this is where Makajira, I, I also noticed the groups of Chinese coming. I didn't know whether these were coming from BC or within Canada, or <laughs> these were um, uh, from China. But again, someone is saying the Chinese tourist is huge. The Chinese tourist is big. Is big. So uh, those who are coming from now, they have got money. A lot of them are entering middle class. So they're coming, they were in waves, they were in waves. And again, my eye was searching for my own people, for my own people. We were just here, you see black person, black family. We are not uh, so much, we were uh, not so much. But I saw uh, a variety of other uh, groups, <coughs> um, Mexicans quite a, quite a bit. But the Chinese was uh, mm. the one which was uh, really very, uh, which, uh, which came out. Roger, uh, here is the question. Yes, go ahead. Question, Roger. Okay, those Chinese, doesn't matter where they are coming from, okay? America, within yes. Canada, or wherever. The question that needs to be asked is, where 
how did they hear about that place for them to find themselves there? Uh, at the beginning of this, Dr. Rosila mentioned marketing. So we are doing all this business China, okay? How mm. much advertising uh, are we doing about mm. yeah. our tourism in China? How much exactly. advertising are we doing? Exactly. You see, when you, yes. when you watch CNN International, not CNN America, when you watch CNN International, they have that thing they say, sights and sounds. You all remember that? They have that commercial, <laughs> sights and sounds of Singapore, sights and sounds of Malaysia, sights and sounds of Australia. You see, they, you they, these places, they advertise on CNN. They are trying to get that audience. How much advertising are we doing in China about the Kuomboka ceremony? They, oh, you see, mm. they will be intrigued to learn about our culture. Don't we get mesmerized when we see all those things in China, the Great Wall of China? You are just going to walk on a wall. A wall, just a wall. You know what I'm saying? Just a yes, wall. Yes, and we take pictures. Yes. Yes. It's a historical no, thing. That, that, that's the example I was trying to give by the CM Tower. Uh, not necessarily building mm -hmm. such a thing, but look at something they've just put there. And people are waiting two hours to go in. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the freedom statue. <laughs> the freedom statue. There you go. No, uh, but. Um, Someone said, but uh, like Bella's voice. Oh. <laughs> Bella, did you want to? So, so, uh, 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 um, can I come in? Is mic open? Yes. Your mic is open. Your mic is open, Tata. Okay. Uh, just, yes, just following up on, uh, on this, uh, how do we market Zambia? I have a suggestion. The ambassador is coming in September to DC. Can we suggest that there's a lot of targets in Zambia? Can we petition some of the percentage that comes from there to come directly to these embassies so they can do the advertisement? Because when you try to talk anything, normally the embassies will tell you there's no money, there's no funding, there's no this and that. Is there any way we can have a certain percentage on all these targets which will get money every day? <laughs> Why targets? And then Why is targets? <laughs> no, there's already no, targets. I mean, there's already, there's already targets, <laughs> and, the, and the Zambian embassy is working with the government. So there's no need for you to say there's no money, no funding. When you're collecting money every day, there needs to be an accountability for what you do with that money. You can't be saying you don't have money when you collect money every day. I just paid 40 kwacha today to go to Lusaka and back. I sent a vehicle. I paid 40 kwacha. So if that money can be used to advertise, there is something. Where are you? Is that right now? No, no, no. I sent the two things. Listen, you guys. Then secondly, uh, let me just finish up a thought. Secondly, okay. when you're talking about advertising, if you've been if you've been to if you if you've been if you've been to Shanghai, maybe or Beijing, it's the wrong number. Oh, the oh, hello, hello. 
Is there anywhere I can finish? Sorry. Who's talking over me? Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Adas. Okay. If you go to Beijing or Shanghai, I've been there. All oh. the screens, the Times Square you talk about in New York, no one knows. That Times Square is just like a village screen. All the skyscrapers in Shanghai are TV screens in the evening. So Zambia should find out how the Victoria Falls should be beaming on one of these skyscrapers. There's all these things that they can do to be beaming and advertise, no matter what it costs. Ask the Chinese who come from China. They will tell you about that. Times Square is a fraction. A small thing. So, at, at, what it's just a suggestion. You said like a village. You were tighter? Yes. Okay, the, time, like the, time square, like the Times Square in New York, <laughs> yes. The Times Square in New York, when you compare with Shanghai, it's just like a village <laughs> beaming. All the skyscrapers. It's a wastage of a skyscraper not to be beaming anything. It's plasma TVs in the evening. Go and check tomorrow. Why is Victoria Falls not beaming? <laughs> There's like ambassador that. anyway. I can ask my first cousin, he's ambassador in Beijing. Again, you get to a point of there's no funding. There's no funding to pay for that advert. That's why I'm going back to the target. You are collecting money every day. You can pay for that screen on the screen in Shanghai. No, but the I'm telling you, I'm reading but I think the whole idea we are here is to try to find a way of how we can market Zambia and then we we don't want to go too much into the, the government policies because <coughs> that is an, an, a non-starter for now I can tell you that because mm. hey, well, well, uh, we may not go uh, the, the way uh, Titus is going. We take money from here, but he makes this point: Why is Victoria Force not beaming? Uh, so okay. there is yeah. Yeah. It, 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 quite yeah. a few things we can uh, take out to, uh, uh, from there. We're just being innovative. Um, can can yes, individuals are, are invest into? Can individuals invest into that? Uh, where uh, the beaming also carries uh, advertisements. When it changes from Victoria, it is uh, a beaming an advertisement for a business, and therefore that money goes to supporting those beams. Who knows, Ramtali? Uh, yes, and I understand your point. I understand your point. But uh, everyone, at the end of the day, we are looking at uh, how much do we, how much uh, do we have that can support our budget? Because even even the government itself, they have that means of uh, tourism. What is the budget mm-hmm. for whatever they are doing? And that's why maybe they are failing. So, but coming to us, because my concern is us, how can we contribute? Not how can we market, but how can we contribute in our small way? And that's why we are trying, because we can only start one step at a time. And we can't start big, but we can, we can start small. The little, the little interest that we can show to market Zambia, they will go a long way. These days we have all this free social media. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, we, no, we, we don't yeah. need it to be, we don't need to be Chinese to start uh, acting like Chinese for us to, beam, to be beaming. We should act as what we have in the pocket and uh, what we can afford to um, support our local tourism or our tourism. 
So if, if it comes back to us, uh, uh, you, you, you brought the idea of, uh, is it a, I don't know if it's a theme park. We create a theme park. I, I don't know, in New Jersey, New York, Ukafulawantu, a theme park for, for Zambia, which is going to show a lot of traditions. Imagine that is beaming at night, and it is showing all these things uh, which we, we, yes, we uh, may have. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Okay, that that one, I have this idea which these Caribbeans are doing. They always, when their festival comes, you find that all the parks where they are organized, you find all those lights he's talking about, they are everywhere. For maybe the whole one week, they are celebrating their festival. You find all those beaming lights he's talking about. So and so, so we, have to, we, we agree that we just have to be innovative, see how we can uh, 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 meet together again and find uh, innovative ways of raising money. Yes. T-shirts. We are selling our own T-shirts, ZBT, ZBT, uh, Zambia Tourism, and we can raise money. There are several, several, uh, like I've given an example. Everywhere you went uh, in Toronto after tourism, they, they sold you a cup. They sold you this. Uh, all that thing is a way of uh, raising, raising funds. Actually, actually, even in this festival, this is where we can also show agri, agri-tourism, where yes. we bring all those our products that we grow in Zambia. When that festival time comes, we have all the stands showing that this is beans from Zambia, this is candolo, this is all this uh, coming from Zambia, displaying agri, agricultural products as well. So it, it could be done in such an easy and cheaper way than looking at the actual beaming of what uh, uh, New York is doing, what the Chinese are doing, you know. At times we can't afford, but we can start in our small way, like promoting these same festivals that will encourage people to start keeping watching, and that's the time that we can even take advantage of the people who are coming to watch and display anything that Zambia has. Okay, good point. Makaela, good morning. Roger. Yes, Makaila. Good morning, Makalamba. Uh, no, uh, good morning. I was just listening. First of uh, all, you're uh, going to my town without giving me a call, huh? Would you pass speaker phone, Makalamba? Yeah, okay. Let me, let me check it out. Just a minute. Yeah. It had to pay a feedback. That's that, that better? That's much better. Yeah, okay. I was saying that you came to Toronto without contacting the, the headman here. The, the headman? Yeah. I, I, apologies, Makalam. Apologies. I just arrived there and I'm not confused. Who was okay. confused? They totally were so confused. <laughs> apologies. Okay. I said apologies. Okay. No, no, no problem. Anyway, my uh, contribution on this subject is uh, remember we, we, we discussed the. Uh, General tourism infrastructure in Zambia before you you had yes, a topic yes, like this yes. before. Yes, yes. And and uh, we we are still very far from really thinking this thing out. You know, I don't know what the Ministry of Tourism is doing. Do they still have the Zambia Tourist Board? The, 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 yes, we still. But I still director there, and I still have his numbers. Yeah, but but you see, you see, you need a holistic approach when it comes to tourism. Otherwise, oh, without a doubt, yes, I agree with you. Uh, mm. You need a holistic approach because 
David point is, is very powerful of marketing, and generally everybody agrees. But what are you going to market? And when, you are, when, when the marketing kicks in gear, do you have all the necessary infrastructure that is going to support what you are marketing? Like, for example, even already the transportation that we're talking about, Zambia, for example, is a project in question. Already, as, as, as we know, our friends in Namibia are struggling with Namibia Airways. They are going to scrap it off. So I don't know where, where ours stands, Zambia Airways. But uh, the point I'm making is that we need a holistic approach. And the Zambia Tourist Bureau must get together and brush this thing up, update it, and then see what we need to do. And then you know, get get it from there. That, that's my contribution. What surprised me, uh, uh, Wakalamba, was um, touring um, Toronto was how, how much employment, how many people are employed. Uh, like I've given example, CN Tower from the security security people. Uh, the, 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 the gates, those in the, in the, in the shops. Uh, we use the, those from a bus side seeing buses, the lines, how many kids in the summertime are employed. And so I was saying to myself, Wakaila, uh, uh, this is how much money I think we are leaving on the table. Yeah, we may not have uh, much, but I think we do. We do. We do. We, we, we've discussed this uh, on uh, on this uh, platform uh, when we talked about Saudi Arabia. Uh, Saudi Arabia, they call their local tourists as the, the golden, the golden egg, the golden tourists. Uh, how many people in Zambia have never seen state house stuff like that? So I, I'm just thinking there's just so much tourism has to offer Wakaira Mulenga uh, than we may we, we, we may realize. Um, I don't know if we need to build new stuff, but whatever we have right now, maybe there is more we can do. It's just a, a, um, a matter of being uh, innovative. I don't know if you agree with me. I, I, I do agree with you. Uh, we, we don't invent the wheel. We just need to brush up what we already, the ideas we have already raised and then see what mm. happens. The point again uh, we have with Zambia is that I don't have money. You have to create money. That, that's what you're yes. there for. Yes. Yeah, exactly. you have to create money. Yes. Yes. I don't have money. Money must yes. be created. When you create jobs, yes. you know, like through tourism, it means that there's some creative thinking involved in that. That's the difference. And you remember I mentioned one point. Africans in general, they have been sitting on on resources for decades and decades, if not centuries, until when somebody, Zambuzungu, comes and then comes and digs up you know, those resources, or Chinese comes and digs up those resources. Resources are there. You just have ways of, of getting resources out. You know, that's what we are supposed to do. That's a good point. That's that is a uh, uh, the, the, the good point. Resources, resources yeah, are there. Uh, people should not say that there is no money. 
Your job is to create money. That's that's what that's what the, you know, that's what it means. Unless you are a government which does not create jobs, then you are you are not good. You are not good for the people. Okay. Thank you so much. Well put. Brother Noah, you've been quiet here. I'm sure you have some thoughts. Yeah, I've been listening in. I think there's a lot of great information that has been shared. Yeah, I think to the gentleman who suggested on the targets, I think that's obviously announced that I don't think that will help us in any way. And also there was a comment about we have to do little in our own communities when it comes to showcasing what Zambia has to offer. For instance, we just had, I'm here in India, Indiana, and we just had the Indiana Black Expo, which is a cultural festival for black people, I mean African-American and, of course, Africans. So we had a little stand or booth where we showcased just the, the, the attires. I think the... the the, what do you call them? The, those African clothing. Yeah. So we, because we didn't really prepare uh, ahead of time, because I remember when I was in Zambia, they have those markets, the, the Sunday markets. So I think this mm-hmm. time around in 2020 will be very well positioned, because we had a lot of West Africans. They have, they had all kinds of stuff to display. So when it comes to tourism, of course, we may not necessarily have a theme park per se, but I think when we have these cultural festivities, or uh, the, I think even right now in Indiana, we, we are just winding up our uh, cultural and commercial show. So it starts from these local communities, I think, just getting involved, because the mm-hmm. idea of having a theme park, of course, is something that will greatly, greatly benefit our people. And also, the other thing that I just wanted to point out is the fact that when it comes to food, most of us, I think, we are happy when we go to Chinese restaurants, there's this Chinese food and all that. But why don't we also look into, I think we toyed with this idea with one of my friends, having our food that we cook, we grew up eating in Zambia and Shima, having a restaurant mm-hmm. where, of course, we advertise and people can come because some of us mm. we never knew about Chinese food. We just walk into a Chinese food restaurant and then you try out what they have. So the same is something that we are hoping for here in Indiana. We have a few people that we are working with in the background because we want to showcase our Shima, our Mulembwe, our Bisashi, all those things so that at least the regular people from here can see that, oh, this is what Africans or people in Zambia do. So we are doing just a little, so I just wanted to point that out. But other than that, that's wonderful. Least, uh, that yeah, is, the other thing... That, that, that is uh, yeah. wonderful, um, I, I like what the people in Indiana are, do, are, are doing. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, and then the last thing that I wanted just to comment, because I think three weeks ago when I think, Roger, you asked me, like, what solutions should we focus on as, as Zambians? I suggested that we should utilize the Zambia Block Talk Radio as a platform for us all when it comes to putting our voice out there. So Zambia Block Talk Radio, of course, this is what we have been pushing for, I think, with the local associations, because we we, I sent information, communication every time to get them to be on the call. So some of them, they actually 
getting on the call now. They are seeing the importance of having this platform. It not only reaches our people here in the U.S., but of course, it. I mean, people in Zambia actually have forwarded some information, and people have actually they are listening to the Zambia Block Talk Radio. So I think we are, we are very well positioned on this radio program to, I mean, appeal to. Zambians across the world, so we should look into, I know for the most part it has been a free show, but I think advertisement, we have to look to places in Zambia companies that want to showcase their products for the people Sponsor, living, yes. of course, yes. ab uh, abroad, so they can, I mean, advertise, and then they could be also even a, a very... Like the West African people, they have that TV something, but I think maybe in the in future it's something that we may look to. But I think for now, let's continue to work through the Zambia Block Talk Radio so that at least it should be the main platform for all of us in the diaspora, especially when we are putting whatever we are trying to sensitize and showcase to everyone across the world. That's my comment. Well put. Um, yeah. Well those put. were my, my my thoughts. We are one of the few. Uh, Ten years solid uh, on uh, on on air. Uh, I was asking myself while well, going to work. So who does that? Uh, do something like a hobby for ten years? Uh, only messed up uh, people. I don't know nothing. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And we have all oh, you guys are so committed. You know, every morning uh, people people are here, which we uh, really appreciate. Mm -hmm. So these ideas we, we are coming up. Um, uh, just a moment, which we are uh, talking about are being recorded, and I'm sure we can decode some of them, uh, present them uh, at, uh, at 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 the forum. Uh, I don't know if this idea, uh, Titus, uh, can work, but I've been thinking about all these buses, people go in higher tourism. Why we can't have at least even one bus, Mozambia, Madamuin, owned by us? I want to worry about Monaco, or a Piper State House, or a famous Murungushi, or a Parliament. So those things that are great 12, not push a great 12. But why can't we uh, allow people to sponsor trips uh, to to see, you know, some of these things? Yes, go ahead, uh, my friend. Titus, one minute, uh, then we... Uh, but see, people, this is what is going to happen when we go to Dallas. This is why you need to come. A lot of things are going to, to be delivered uh, in, in, in Dallas. Right now, go to www.zbtr.org and sign up. Great stuff we are going to be uh, uh, delivering as a team, uh, as you've been supporting us, and I'm sure you are going to support us uh, when we go to, uh, to, to, to Dallas. Um, there will be opportunities for us uh, in tourism. Uh, probably next week we shall link, link it up with uh, agriculture, those who want to, I think, partner with some people. So great stuff. So just one of those meetings. Uh, Go ahead, Titus. Okay. Uh, on uh, Dr. Patrick, I don't know if he's on the thing. I am, mm. as Titus, co-founder of Blog Radio. I'm suggesting the Zambia Blog Talk Radio should write a business plan, and if Dr. Patrick is ready to fund some startup money, Zambia Blog Talk Radio should be one of the people that is going to do that 
We should write something and we should be able to get that funding. I think I'm tired of asking people that are listening here for contribution year after year. I'm ready to post even my W-2. We can't be doing that. It's a wrong format. We should have a business entity that if Dr. Patrick is giving out something, why can't it be given to Zambia Block Talk Radio? Dr. Patrick knows what Pleasant Talk Radio is delivering. On the second note, if you remember, 10 years ago I said, why don't we have a toilet in Lusaka or anywhere where people are paying something and Zambia Block Talk Radio have paid? If people from Indiana are ready to chip in something, we can employ three, four people that are doing the toilet, that has showers and everything. And it's just a wake-up call to show people that, look, who's owning this toilet? What is Zambia Block Talk Radio? Where are these people? Who pays these people? This is where the Indiana people come in and ourselves. Your W-2 Droja, my W-2, Nathan's W-2 is enough not to ask Dr. Msanjo or any other person. We need to engage in some business forum that Zambia Broctor Radio is doing. Ten years is a long time. I'm not ready to be Well put, much. well put, my brother and everyone and those listening online. Please go again to www.zptr.org and register for your trip to Dallas and be part of the great event coming up. Thank you so much, everyone, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. <laughs>
Good. 